Hi, I am Dmitro Shvets, your host at the Start Global Insights, where I interview experts in different countries about local business secrets and international expansion experience. This is the second part of the conversation that we had with Maria Guzman, a senior international market consultant at Ontario Ministry of Economic Development with 15-plus years experience of working with expert development sector and helping various companies to expand to international markets and enter the Canadian. We finished the previous part of the interview with describing the buyer's expectations from the supplier and we will proceed investigating their needs and approaches that will help you to sell your products to companies in Canada. So, Maria, last time you said that prior to contacting the potential client, you actually need to study the company, its products, existing suppliers, prices and uh, roles inside your potential client. And it looks like that you need not only develop your expert strategy, but also to develop your sales strategy to the particular company and even to the particular person, because there are people behind the roles. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. That's my main uh, advice for my for my companies and for everybody. Like, don't forget, we're dealing with people. We're not dealing with equipments. You may have the most amazing uh, solution. You may have the most amazing product, but you're dealing with people. And you need to be able to present your product virtually because you don't have the opportunity to go like before, get a coffee with somebody, talk about your life, get the connection, then present your product. That's something that we don't have right now. But you have the beauty of uh, internet. You have the beauty of technology. Um, I also create opportunities with virtual virtual uh, meetings to visit the factories. Sometimes we do inspection virtually. So you have to be very creative. Think out of the box and, and always think that the other side, it's a person who's very busy. It's very grumpy sometimes, not because of you, because she's receiving or he's receiving tons of emails. And that's basically the, the we're dealing with people. Mm -hmm. So how good uh, is the idea to call? Uh, directly like to to find mobile phone and, and to, to call to the buyer. So that's the cold call. And <laughs> we call yeah. it a cold call. Cold call, yeah. We never get into anything. I have experience calling massive companies, small companies. I never pass the, the, the receptionist. I never pass the voicemail. I never get into that. Because um, they don't have the time. Mm -hmm. They don't have time. And if we don't gonna send, we're going to make a call, it has to be no more than two minutes. Like blah, 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 done. Mm -hmm. So the speeches has to be short and to the point. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's easier to communicate through emails. It's harder to get the emails because sometimes we find 1-800 number and then we call and we escalate the call and we ended up finding the phone from the direct buyer but they never respond. Mm -hmm. So emails are very effective. You are willing to take time to think about the wordy, the body of the email, the introduction, body, and con conclusion, very short, very assertive. And that's it. Yeah. Once you get that, it's, it's easier to move forward. And uh, what about the um, uh, business associations or, uh, I don't know, chambers of commerce? How effective they are? Uh, maybe it is better to get this connection to potential clients via these associations? Yes, sometimes the business associations help us. 
sometimes a cluster help us, sometimes uh, chambers of commerce. It depends of, of the specific chambers of commerce and association. They have directories sometimes. They're not very targeting. They're more abroad. So if you have an inquiry, so uh, they will send your information to their members. And if somebody responds, it will be a, a lucky day for you. But no, um, I, I mean, I mean, yeah, I understand that this this was like shooting in in the air. But um, uh, for example, if I found uh, a buyer in LinkedIn uh, from a particular company, and I understand that he is uh, a member of some business association or a chamber of commerce. Um, and I would like to to get this chamber of commerce to introduce me to this uh, buyer. Would that way be effective? It could be. It could be one way because there's no, not. It's not only one way to do things. It can be a different way to do things. Mm -hmm. You can send the email directly. You can uh, support yourself with the chamber of commerce. You could support yourself with somebody from inside the companies if you already know. Sometimes you're targeting one person, but it happens that somebody else can guide you to that person. So sometimes it's easier to get to the lower side to go up instead of go up and and find that a specific contact this is a life hack that i sometimes use uh, when you contact uh, i don't know some some uh, very junior manager and then uh, you are writing to the top uh, executive saying that this guy from your company uh, <laughs> recommended me to contact you so you are not introduced directly but you are already like inside of the company and this is not a, it's a more warm uh, yeah, more warm approach, right? Yeah. Sometimes you get the contact directly to the CEO and they send you back to the manager because mm -hmm. the CEOs don't, they don't they don't deal with those with the yeah. companies directly. Go back to my manager, go back to my producer, um, whatever it is. So yeah, so there's so so it's like a sneaky job, I say it. It's like a detective job as well. It has to do with a lot of strategy behind Sometimes you're, you're, you're very blessed. You find a customer right away in a trade show. Sometimes you don't. So, um, but by my experience, it's all about the differentiation as you present yourself. Okay. It doesn't matter the sector. It can be food. It can be apparel. It can be technology. It's a matter of being assertive with your wording and getting the attention. We do have one very important show that is called Collision. We have it in Ontario. All technology, all the startups, that is a very good way, a good show to get contacts because you have the contacts there. It's a very expensive for us to go as a, as a so the, the ticket can be in between $500 for any participant, not for the, for the audience. So it's not an open uh, show that everybody can go. So who pays $500 to go to a show is because he has interest and is looking for solutions and services. And that's why you should be prepared before very, exactly. very thorough because then you, you need to, to understand whom to contact, why to contact, what to talk, how to present, Yeah, to have this elevator pitch at, uh, at the meeting and so, and so on. Yeah. So to... to to make this $500 the most efficient uh, that, that you can. Correct. That's, that's, a, that's the whole idea to be ready because um, sometimes the buyers appear in a dinner or appears next to you in an airplane. 
It doesn't matter where you are. You always have your mindset ready to sell your company, your products, your services. And you said um, about timing uh, when we are, we are talking about different regions. Um, uh, how formal and long is decision-making process uh, usually? And if it differs from parts of... It differs. So Ontario takes longer because um, the cultural mental setup it's uh, is actually depending on on the buyer and the company, right? But my experience shows that in Ontario and the English speaking provinces takes longer. The culture from Quebec and the French provinces it's more dynamic, and they respond faster, and they're more straightforward to you. I don't like it. I like it. The politeness mm-hmm. of the English speaker provinces is there. So it's like, okay, maybe no, but when they say no, it's no. And when they say yes, it's yes. I am very impressed at the relationship that we create with the clients in Canada, in Ontario, Montreal, whatever it is. It's a long-lasting relationship for business. It's not one time unless we, we fail in something as a company or we don't deliver or the prices go wrong, whatever, something may happen in between. But the culture is to look for business long-lasting relationship and uh, how about um, to, to establish these lasting relationships yeah how big is this level of trust uh, of the first uh, uh, meeting how easy going to, uh, can be the conversation with people when they uh, see you so the first time? Uh, i'm going to give you an example as canada as a cultural country for talking about trust we go to the gas station and this is something that the Americans laugh at Canadians. We fill the car, we get down, we fill the car with gas, and then we go inside and pay. And Americans laugh at that because they said, okay, guys, they used to be like that in U.S. before. That you, tr- you fill your car and you can leave. You can leave. You can leave once, but you cannot leave twice because Canada allows you to get the trust at the beginning. If you lose the trust, it's impossible to get it back. But trust is an issue that they expect to, from any company, any any client from around the world to be f- truthful of what you're telling, not talking too much about your product and what amazing it is, one of a kind. We tend to do that all the time. Is the best of the best. Is one of a kind. You're never going to find that. So cheesy. We don't do that. We tend not to do that because it's not worth it. It's not, it's, not, it's not truly what it is. So it's very valuable to set from the very beginning, what are your strengths and your challenges and your opportunities? So you don't need to fake. You don't need to lie. You just need to tell the truth. Listen, my product has this, is very good in this. However, we are working in having the solution of the second part. It is amazing when I talk to my companies in Ontario and they all keep telling me this. Maria, my, my products are amazing in this, but is they're lacking on the other part. Very straightforward from the very beginning. So we don't waste time. They don't waste time. The buyers don't waste time. So, but always looking for a solution. Don't tell yes to everything. Don't, oh yeah, price? Oh yeah, for sure. That's a tendency. Oh, the, the products are $40. Oh, my products are 25 
No, you won't be able to do it. Don't get the, that opportunity just to get it because you will lose it. So the bar bargaining is not uh, the, uh, the no, custom not. Uh, in Canada? No, it's not. No, because mm -hmm. when we talk about price, they will respect the price. If you mention why did you come up with the price? If you said, okay, my price is so high mm -hmm. because this, 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 and this. If we can agree in something in between, if we can agree in something that can support you and you can support me, it's a very mature way of doing business. Very mature. So if there if there is a discount, then uh, you should be correct. Uh, you should explain why this discount appears. Yeah. So this is yes. Obviously, an increase. Sometimes it happens that the 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 the, the, the dollar went up. Mm -hmm. Or your money, this change rate is changing. So it has to be very open. It has to be on the table, nothing mm -hmm. hiding. I'm going to tell you a story that I always tell my clients because it's a, it's a reality. We work in this, uh, in this opportunity for three years. It was, uh, it was lingerie. It was um, uh, a textile company uh, from one country in South America trying to get this um, um, La, La Sensa, which is now Victoria's Secret. Everybody knows Victoria's Secret. So Victoria's Secret was a client, was a buyer. It took us like uh, three years back and forth with samples, with this, with color, blah, blah, blah. Finally, they make an order. Uh, it was like uh, for Valentine's Day. So the order was one year ahead, eight months ahead. And um, the company from this country, a provider in South America, didn't buy enough fabric. So the red that the, the, the buyer was selecting, it was very specific. It was the red that they created for that specific garment. So they decided by themselves, solving the solution, getting a new red, and thinking that the buyer wouldn't see the difference. They put the whole boxes. It was a massive, massive, it was like a more than $5 million uh, order. Because they buy here, but they, they sell it all around Europe and Asia and everywhere. So it was a massive order. It was the top of the, the cherry on the top for that producer company. The boxes came, they called me and said, Maria, this is what's happening. We opened the boxes and half of the production have a different red, just tiny. What happened? They said, well, I don't know. Let me find out. Talk to the company. They make their own decisions. They never contacted the, the buyer. They never told the buyer. So what happened? They missed, they missed that opportunity. All the boxes went back. Not even the right ones were able to, to, to sell. So the boxes went back. The order went back. It was a, a total mess for both sizes because this company from, from America was waiting for Valentine's Day, the biggest selling day for mm -hmm. the products so there was an opportunity loss as well everything was lost so be honest they should call the company and say listen we only can produce half of the order because of this issue is that okay with you guys if we send you a sample and you you agree or not and this is what it is done so be and even Even if it is not okay, then uh, you still have the door open uh, for the future um, agreements. Yeah, and, and now they, they don't have uh, any chance to come back. 
And when they happen, when with that, when it happens with that specific country, the whole country goes in, in the mind of the buyers and the people in the company. It's 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 the country. It was not in a specific company. It's a whole country. So we have to keep in mind that we, as the producers, represent companies, and companies represent countries and society and values. Yeah, yeah. And this is this is always what I say to my clients that uh, keep in mind that you are not only selling your product, Correct. you are selling the whole country. Yeah, true. Um, you said that uh, it took them three years to sell. Um, is it always so uh, long, long journey? Because what I hear from from companies that are now willing to co to go for uh, for new opportunities, new markets, they say like we need to sell like quick yeah so you have we need we need money we need uh, to sell in in three months well in this case was very long because it was a, a a very delicate product that it has regulations because it was a panty so when you deal with specific products that comes with regulation and health regulations and security and and also certifications mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it takes longer It depends on the okay. product, but nothing happens in three months. That's for sure. I'm going to tell you the cycle mm -hmm. is around one year. One year, yeah, yeah. So nothing happened in this case. It was different because, as I said, the product needed more work and needed more certifications and so on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one one year is because uh, of this uh, trust establishment. Correct. You need to create the, the trust and also keep in mind you have more competitors. Sometimes they're looking more than one mm -hmm. at the same time. When they close the other one, mm -hmm. you have the road open for yourself. And they tell you that. They, they, won't, they won't play around with you. They won't mm -hmm. give you that opportunity and then suddenly close it. If they close it, they will tell you why. Maybe sometimes they stop the process mm -hmm. because something internally happened, but doesn't mean they close your opportunity. Mm -hmm. So if you if you get the answer and we are not interested, then it is okay to ask them uh, for cl some clarification. Yeah, correct. It's okay to. It's always in this culture. Always is acceptable to to have a review. Why? What happened? Mm -hmm. What did I mm -hmm. do wrong? Exactly. No, that's something that we are open to. All of that. We're open to say, why did you reject my application? Why did you reject my my company? Why you didn't open the door for me? It's it's okay. That's something that we are open to do. Mm -hmm. Cool. So till till now, yeah, it sounds that uh, Canada is a paradise uh, for exporter. Uh, great, uh, great sources of information for market research. Open, transparent people with uh, feedback. Uh, well, a bit long uh, it will take, but if you if, if you decided to go to Canada, it's uh, quite a good opportunity. You know why? Because it's an open country for importers, right? It, it's we need products. We don't produce products, uh, but it's also very competitive. That's the main thing because mm -hmm. it's open, it's competitive. Mm -hmm. So you have to compete. You go, if you get an appointment here with a potential client, you go to the meeting and it's exactly like looking for a job. You get in the, in the waiting area, 10 more companies like you, and you're just going to present your products in person, mm -hmm. or you're going to present your services, or you're going to present something. So it is like that. Who gets the attention, who gets the, mm -hmm. the, the right price, the right timing, the right produ production is the one who moves forward. It's a competition, right? Sometimes it's not only uh, who's the best, it's always who can continue and keep up with the rhythm of 
of back and forth. Mm-hmm. So you should uh, uh, you should show that you are not just one time lucky guy that uh, entered the room, but uh, you could you can keep keep entering this room for for a long term. That's why I mentioned the best the success meetings that I have seen in any sector is the one that the potential buyer is well educated about the buyer and the company. When the when the meetings and everything mm-hmm. start with this is what you do, this is how I offer for you, this is your need, this is your the solution I give you. Those are the best meetings for selling that I've been seeing in my whole life. Yeah. Uh, what about the marketing and communication? Um, are there any like usual channels that are used? For example, in in the UK, you still have this, um, and in Denmark as well, uh, you still have this paper catalogs that are sent uh, to houses. Mm, no, we don't. For here, everything is digital, basically. Uh, yes, we tend to send the, the barcode and everything is there. Um, use of telephone is very massive here. So people is always working on the phones, on the tablets. So everything that we produce as a marketing material has to be adaptable for tablet and, and cell phone, not only for computer. Um, everything for us is more like we're very sensitive to, to the environment. So basically when you come and said, oh, I don't give you a cataloging paper because because I'm sensitive to the environment. I give you the catalog virtually and, and electronically. So yes. So they tend to to live by by they preach. Why? What they preach is they, they, the companies tend to live on that one because um, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of bad fire coming from suppliers when they don't do the due diligence. At one point, they will go to the factory. At one point, they will go to your office and they will visit you because the relationship it's it's very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this is long term. Yeah, so th- this is kind it of is. a long term investment, and you you you, you need to know your partner actually. Yeah, so this is also what I tell to to my clients that yeah that uh, you you are not looking for a client, you are looking for a partner. And I I keep saying that partner partner. They say like what why we are not partnering. Yeah, so we are just selling. No no no. This is not a one time sale. This is a long-term relationship. This is like marriage. <laughs> you you are Correct. you are looking for for a partner for your life, and that's uh, that needs to to be prepared. Imagine how difficult for a buyer is to do all this process, all this process, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. Yeah, because they want they want life easier. They want to get a a partner to say like, okay, you understand my needs. I respect your needs as well. You can support me in my needs. You can find solutions for what I'm looking for. And I can also be more uh, open with what you're offering. Mm-hmm. So, so the value, so the value is not in the product, uh, actually, here. Yeah. The it's, value it's, is, it in, is in, in the relationship. In the in the relationship at the beginning, but the product is finally what it's gonna be selling, right? Yeah, but the product so, is like is like the must-have. Yeah. So the product must be um good uh, needed at the market and uh, the good quality and the price uh, related but but this everybody has it so everybody can have the same one yeah okay uh, but yeah. but coming back to the channels uh, social media yeah uh, websites linkedin social media website linkedin all the electronic uh, opportunities we don't do tiktok mm-hmm. too much tiktok is kind of banned here 
the the business b2b is more mostly i think in, in linkedin yeah uh, yes b2b more but at the same time uh e-commerce is a big trend mm-hmm. big big trend e-commerce is is moving forward more and more every time remember that when it's too cold here especially for the rural areas everything is e-commerce mm-hmm. everything's online so opportunities in e-commerce is all they're always growing and um yes yeah, so basically the the regular ways to promote your product so the digital is a good digital one. footprint yeah. is quite important uh, in this Correct. case yeah so Correct. before contacting somebody you need to be normally present in internet because they will google you of course it is important for you to have your website important for you to be uh with your email that is not hotmail or yahoo or gmail because my company is, is not gmail you have to have your own um they trust very much into your website and 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 the extension of your email because as a company you cannot be maria.com hotmail because that's not the professional way to present a company and um also the presence uh with your website your linkedin they're gonna look for you your mm-hmm. profile they're mm-hmm. gonna look for you and see what you do what you have done before so everything has to be very accurate and organized okay Okay, from uh, your experience uh, working with foreign companies that are entering Canada, uh, what are the typical and the most awful uh, mistakes that they do? I'm going to tell you how to lose a buyer. I have classified five main things in my life. Okay. That this is for me, how to lose a buyer. Failure to answer the emails promptly. Failure to respond to the emails. How prom- How promptly? Uh, promptly. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. So, if you said tomorrow, I will give you the response. It has to be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If you don't respond tomorrow for any reason, you ha- you can send an email and say, "I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to give you the response, but bear with me in two more days or three days, whatever time you need." Mm-hmm. Everything that you say, it has to be accountable. Everything that you claim, it has to be accountable. If you said my product is a bio, uh, whatever, protect the universe, it has to be accountable. At one point, you have to prove it. If you said, I'm going to send you the the price list in a week, it has to be in a week. Mm-hmm. So if they send you an email, we, we prefer uh, a response between 24 hours regularly. Mm-hmm. No, it's not going to take a week. Mm-hmm. The second thing that we said, uh, the product quality and everything that you claim is inconsistent. So everything that you have said, as I said, it has to be proved. So mm-hmm. the quality of your product, the quality of the services, what you are selling, uh, it has to be consistent. It has to be real. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third one is attempt to change prices uh, after the negotiation process. When that happens, sometimes you need to go back because sometimes it happens, right? That you miss a calculation, something, or you you were able to um, not be accurate with the exchange rate. You have to tell as soon as fast after the negotiation mm-hmm. is happening. So if you said my product is $5, they're going to calculate right away $5 plus if it's a FOB or it's a different uh, way of chipping. Uh, they're going to calculate right away the taxes, the 
uh, importing taxes, everything, they have the final price already in five seconds for you. But if you change it, everything, the equation change. So when you go to price negotiation and you don't know what can you offer, it's better for you to say, give me time. I will get back to you with my accurate price list. Failure, the number four, failure to meet supply orders on time. So that's another killing of the negotiation. If you said, because as I said, timing is very important in Canada. And the number five is the lack of knowledge and chipping and uh, labeling. They're not going to teach you anything. Some buyers are very more um, generous in time and they will let you know more. If they have to, they have to have a specific qualification for for chipping. They will let you know, but you know you have to know everything before entering the negotiation process because it's part of the pricing. It's part of the negotiation. And this information and then, is available on all these websites that you said, is, yeah, the governmental. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. all the information is available in the government website. And of course, the last one is is to to talk more about the reality to say more about what UK capable for. They're not looking for Superman and Superwoman. They're looking for partners, people who can respond, people who can, they go for vacation and be sure that the order is going to be there. People who's going to be calling you and you respond. And if you have any problem, you tell them what is the problem and how to solve it. And not a big problem for them. Mm -hmm. Nothing like it's going to mm -hmm. be extra Clear. for them. Clear. And and just a quick um, question about the pricing. You you're we're talking a lot about that. Yeah, so this is important. Uh, maybe you know from your experience what is the usual margin that uh, is expected by distributor or the discount from the end price. So for FOB, I always I create my own formula based on my experience. You come to Canada or you go to the website of a product, you see the final price, FOB without the chipping. And you divide it by five. So let's see, you go to the website or anything, um, I don't know, cereal, and the cereal is $5. You divide it by five, meaning the FOB price is $1. So this is what the distributor expects from you. So you should pay like, uh, get $1 per this cereal. $1. Mm -hmm. Does the product mm -hmm. end up FOB $1? So that's the mistake the companies do. They come here, they look prices, or they go internet and said, "Oh, the cereal is forty dollars. I can do better than that, or five dollars. I mm -hmm. can do it for four. So listen, it's not for four. It's going to be for one. Mm -hmm. So always divide the final price between five. Mm -hmm. Sometimes six, depending on the buyer. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're very, very cheap. They tend to 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 put the price very low because they're comparing with China. But right now. With everything happened with China and Canada, it's uh, not looking good for the products from China, from the Chinese market. So opens another opportunity for other countries. Pretty good niche, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. So uh, Maria, that was an amazing conversation. I, I, I say yes. Yeah. So at least for me, this was uh, extremely interesting. Uh, I hope that uh, the listeners will also value that information, and I think that we could talk. Uh, more hours, uh, more, yeah, further, but uh, we are already talking quite um, out of time. So, unfortunately, we need to, to finish this uh, lovely conversation. 
Thank you, Dimitri. Thank you for this opportunity once again. Um, I hope it was useful. I hope the companies get a little glimpse of what's happening right now and also open their eyes for opportunities and potential opportunities into the market. Um, I know they will have lots of questions, so they will direct the questions directly to you. Um, you have my information. If you feel like at one point anybody can contact me and also I am in LinkedIn. You can always look for me and I'm here to support in any possible way. If you don't mind, I will add the link to your profile to the description of the episode. That will be good. That will be excellent. Great. Thanks a lot for your time and experience. And um, I hope that sometime we will proceed and actually meet uh, in person in Canada. That will be great. Or in Ukraine. Or in Ukraine. I'm, I'm here looking forward. <laughs>